0: drag race recap show for all stars season two episode six titled drag fish tank my name is joe batance and i am joined as always by two terrifying monsters from the podcast pod is my co-pilot please say hello to the gila monster taylor the latte boy hello joseph how are you gila monster I, How are I can't you? do it. I can't. I try and I can't. You know what the greatest thing is, I'll tell you, is, you know, I'm watching you here on this Google Hangout and there's like just the slightest, it's not a big delay, just a slight delay between the sound and the video. And so when you do it, it looks weird because you hear the sound first and you go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's super, super bizarre. That was a visual joke for all of you guys who are listening. This is an audio podcast though. And it wouldn't Even be though the... there's a video component that if you don't have the code for that, you are not in the cool crowd. <laughs> And it wouldn't be the first time that I was called delayed.
1: So. Damn it! God! See? I say nice things about you on my
0: show. (laughs) Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! (laughs) Oh. Oh. Let's just end the show. And, (laughs) And from the podcast Dubious Intent, it's the Beast, Daniel
2: J. Brewer. Every time they say Beast, I think of Kelsey Grammer. Uh, because he played Beast Wait, why? in X Men. He played Beast. Um, oh, here's here's it, my oh, question, it's... Joe. He's like, now for ninety nine cents, can we get the yeah. video component? Is that uh, are you trying to hawk that this week? Uh, it's like uh, tr- it's like uh, it's like you. <laughs> uh, another. Where did he go? Yeah, Joe got up and walked away. He was very angry with me for saying that he was hawking the uh, video component this week. Well okay well we we showed last week what
1: it's like to do a show without Joe chance. I don't know that we want to necessarily do that a second time. What <laughs> happened?
2: Uh nothing. We were just uh nothing. Nothing at all, Joe.
1: No, nothing. Not a
0: thing. Yeah. I didn't have to throw a phone out of the room. <laughs> I, like literally throw it out of Oh, the room.
2: did your phone ring? I thought you got up because you were mad at me for saying that you were hawking uh the, the no, video no, 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 oh, no, the phone okay. was ringing. Oh no, we didn't hear it. We didn't hear it this oh, okay
0: all right. This hey,
2: you week, douchebag, oh, stupid douchebag, turn your cell phone off. Isn't that the Nokia ringtone? Isn't it the words to that song?
1: I don't know, but I was just turning my phone on. <laughs> phone you went, hey, douchebag, turn your phone off. Oh, that's and an I old Daily
2: like, Show joke. I'm sorry. There's an old, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, there's lyrics to that Nokia song. And that was what said. You know, sang.
0: so Daniel has a Pikachu mask on a chair behind him. And what I love is when Daniel makes a joke like that, it looks like the Pikachu's judging him.
2: <laughs> Pikachu is always judging joke.
0: me. <laughs> I know. Uh, this week, our all-star drag queens played a round of butt-butt golf, made a commercial for their own fictitious product, and strutted the runway in their best pants-on-the-runway couture. Katya and Alaska were named the top two all-stars, while Roxy Andrews and Tatiana were each relegated to the bottom two. Katya and Alaska went head-to-head in a lip-sync for their legacy, but in a controversial decision, Alaska emerged victorious and sent Tatiana back to the same parts of the <laughs> netherworld as the other eliminated drag queens. Ladies, tell me two things you liked and one thing you didn't about this week's episode. Daniel.
2: Uh, two things that I liked. I liked the, the products as a whole. I liked all of their, their products. Some of them were stronger than others, but as a whole, I thought that they were, there was, it wasn't an acting challenge. It wasn't a, you know, it was like, it was a challenge that I I enjoyed the challenge. Uh, so that would be one thing I liked. I liked the Andrew Christian models. (laughs) Sorry. I just did. And, um, (laughs) What was that weird noise? <laughs> the
1: that one thing was Pikachu, that was Pikachu judging him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I didn't like was the douchebag from Shark Tank. What the fuck was his? Day? What was he doing there? He was just like he was. He was in yeah, that was just pointless.
0: Um, Taylor the latte boy, your
1: thoughts? Uh I would say two things that I liked was I loved Katya's commercial. Katya's commercial was definitely a big hit here in our home. Uh, I would say that I liked Tatiana's commercial too. Not as much as Katya's, but I still enjoyed it. And the thing that I probably liked the least was, uh, the Andrew Christian mini challenge.
2: No, I didn't say so, I liked the challenge. I just said I like the models. Well, uh,
1: yeah, there's, there's a lot of. GED training classes in that room at that time, and I just think that. Uh,
2: honey, I don't want to have, well, a, conver- gonna, I don't wanna have gonna, a conversation <laughs> with
0: them. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right here because we're literally talking about that in the next segment. So okay, we can, we'll come back to that. Right. Uh, two things uh, that I liked. I actually liked Tatiana's commercial, like Taylor. I was a big fan of the commercial. We'll obviously get to that when we get to the end. But um, I also liked uh, RuPaul was a lot more interjecty in the comments, and I thought they were really funny. And I, will, I wish she spoke more on the judges' critiques. Because when she spoke this week, it was very funny when she was talking about how, you know, she was like, she motherfucking made subversive drag or whatever. That was kind of funny. And I like seeing her all sassy and like that. And one thing I didn't like, um, I hated Detox's trash can commercial, but I guess we'll talk about that as well. But let's move on back in the workroom the next day after Fifi's elimination. RuPaul enters to announce this week's mini challenge.
3: I want to share with you the secret to my success. All the big business deals are made on the golf course. Ah! Oh, so, I've invited designer Andrew Christian and the sexy beast oh. to help us play a few rounds of... But, but, golf. All right, so now
0: this is exactly where we can do this. We can talk about the models, we can talk about the game, and Taylor, it sounded like you had a lot to say about this. Want to jump in here?
1: I just, I don't get first of all I don't understand who this Andrew Christian is. He's just looks like this weird little pimp.
0: He look yeah, he looks like a guy who he's the teacher at the school who's sleeping it's consensual but with the 16-year-old kid in his class. Yeah. Yeah, there's just
1: something real slimeball about him. And I'm usually yeah. attracted to slimeballs, but that there's something extra oozy about him and I the, the I this whole underwear thing with Andrew Christian and stuff where you pay multiple tens of dollars for a pair of underwear, I don't get it. And it's it, most of it to me is really ugly and looks really uncomfortable. And I know you're not supposed to have it on for very long. but Oh, I, you're not? No. But it, it's still, it's something that I just have never been a big fan of, per wait, se.
0: Wait, I have a lot of questions here because I don't wear okay. that kind of underwear, right? My body is not built for that kind of underwear. Exactly. Okay. But
1: <laughs> not exactly about you, I meant for...
0: <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that, Queen? I was like, you said yeah. that a little, you said that just a little bit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Family. Joe, your
1: body is not made for that underwear. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but what I, but I didn't know that. So you're alerting me here. To say, you're not supposed to, so you're not supposed to wear the outfit, the, that underwear out like in the day. Like, just, uh, oh wait, Daniel, want to chime in on this?
2: Yeah, I, I wear Andrew Christian underwear.
0: Okay, what, what's the underwear you're wearing right now, Daniel? And I can't believe I'm asking this, but like, you don't have to show us, but what are you wearing right yes, now? Yes, please don't show us, just tell us what it is. I'll show you guys my underwear
2: right now. No, uh, actually, because I'm home right now, I'm wearing like, Hanes, like, boxer briefs. Like, you know. Do you yeah,
3: think I'm just wearing
2: like, yeah. Hanes briefs? Yeah. But no, briefs. during the day, I wear, I wear jock straps, I wear Andrew Christian. Are we all other- wearing
0: Hanes? Hanes. RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, brought to you by... Haynes.
2: I'm a single okay. girl. You never know when you might, uh, you know, when you're uh, a sad
0: middle-aged overweight gay man. Nothing says sex <laughs> like Hanes. <laughs> Blame it on the Hanes. Anyway, Your loneliness. All, all Hanes, no gain.
2: Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure head would disagree with you and take my side here. Yeah, you know, you—you okay, absolutely supposed I, to wear straps all day long. Yes, they are comfortable enough okay, to wear all day long. Why?
1: Because is the point they hold
2: right things in place. They make them look better. They present them better. Uh, even under pants, it makes my butt look a little bit, uh, perkier underneath, uh, tr- you know, even dress pants. Um, so yeah, I, I.
1: Okay. Die. But anytime, like I recently purchased briefs for the first time in a long time. Okay. And what did you used to wear? Boxer briefs. I still okay. wear boxer, briefs. I wear, I boxer wear briefs. I wear boxer yeah, briefs. Yeah. Because uh, boxer briefs are comfortable and that's just what I like wearing. But sure. I noticed when in wearing briefs recently, first of all, because I'm not a skinny person, they're definitely grandpa briefs. That was definitely my first thought. I'm like, oh, well, these aren't sexy at all. But they tend to bunch up and pinch in all the wrong areas. So I just was like, I don't I don't want to wear these. So I just threw them away and went back to my boxer briefs. Okay.
0: Now here's my question, Daniel, for someone who wears uh um uh what do you wear again? Jock straps? Yes. Now in now Instead of skid marks, you get like just like a long rope of poo. Like, what is what is a skid mark like on a? There are
2: no skid marks. I don't have skid marks on my regular underwear.
0: Okay,
1: (laughs) that's why. That is honestly that's part of the reason why people that don't wear underwear are fascinating to me because I'm always so afraid of if you have a moment where suddenly you might accidentally like shart or something. Not that those happen often, but they have happened to me in the past, and I'm at work at least you've got that extra protection of layer of the cotton of the underwear. So people that wear jock straps or wear the weird underwear jock strap hybrid. I, I don't, it's, it's fascinating to me. And by so... fascinating, I mean, I don't think about it very often, but it just, it's something that
0: comes to mind. I am so paranoid about, jo- about, uh, jock, well not jock straps, about, um, what are that, what did I just say? The skid marks. I'm so paranoid about <laughs> skid marks. First of all, I will not poop in public. You're never going to see me poop in public. Okay. Ever. <clears throat> Well, hopefully you would poop in a bathroom, so that's Yeah, but, good that, you know. that, but not in a public bathroom. They're going to poop in a public bathroom. But even at home, I go through these wipes like <laughs> nobody's business because I am so afraid of skid marks. Does that make sense? <laughs> I,
2: I, honestly, the, the I don't if understand. I wore this, Andrew is Christian, never, this
0: has never if, been an issue. If, if I mean. wore Andrew Christian underwear, I would definitely put the Christian in it because I'd be so afraid of the stigmata I would leave <laughs> on the underwear.
2: Are you guys just not eating enough fiber or something? No, not I enough don't. Water. It's skid like, marks. I, I don't. I go
0: through so many wipes. I'm so paranoid about getting these skid marks. Okay. <laughs> Daniel looks so confused
1: and horrified I am, by I'm, this conversation. I'm
2: very confused and horrified by it. I never mind. I let's just move along. I well, I, okay,
1: okay, but you you enjoy this because you like looking at the guys, right? Yes,
2: I, I enjoy looking. I, at I guess
1: guys. part of it with me is with this is I feel like. You're never going to see an Academy Award winner that started off as a member of the Andrew Christian Pitt crew. Yes. And I I, I just – there's something about these guys that are like not porn stars but kind of on their way to being porn stars that there's just a lot of them. Well, even though they're sitting there with the big smiles on their face, there's something very hollow.
0: There was when, no smile. They had masks on. Not Taylor all. Sa- did all of them have masks on? Taylor's smile awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't see <laughs> – They all had masks, Taylor.
1: (laughs) Okay. But when they've had them on before, like when last season, when they did the mattress challenge and they've had other things where they did the, where they had to reach in and pull the, pull the package out of the the front with the number and everything. Mm -hmm. It's, there's just something about it that's so, and you've got the one, the, the, the perp, the pimp that's kind of standing there grinning over all of them. And have you ever noticed like he stands there and occasionally they'll look at him and he'll get to say like, yes or something. Like they never
0: let him actually talk for more than about one or two words. He only said Alaska. That's the only thing he said. Yeah she and she went to him like presented him like the winner is and he was like oh uh, Alaska
2: I mean, he's just a designer. He just designs underwears. I, how, I, but, but I don't want to have a conversation with him. And it's like, I, I know more than but I would want to have a conversation with Hugo Boss or anyways, you know, it's like whatever they, it's just, they make clothing. Great. But Daniel, what is he designing? Because that underwear looks like every,
0: like, it, how does it look any different from Calvin Klein? It just has his name across it.
2: Uh, they fit differently. It, and really as many different body shapes as there are, it's like, uh yeah, actually Andrew Christian fits my body type the best. It is more comfortable. I have several different brands of, of. Uh, jockstraps.
0: Andrew Christian. How much art. is one pair of Andrew Christian? It, I
2: mean, it varies. That, that's like saying how much is a, you know, a, a cup of coffee. It depends on, you know, are you talking about a, a, a mocha venti latte at Starbucks? Or are you just talking about, you know, a, a cup of coffee at, uh, I don't know. It depends on whether they're on sale or, or, I, I don't know. Anywhere from, let's say, $10 to, you know, $30. $30 for a
0: pair of underwear that you're just gonna wipe your ass up with? It's gonna ride up your ass? Because a mocha venti latte will
1: definitely give you a skin mark.
2: Okay, I don't know how a jockstrap would ride up your ass, Joe. Because it's like literally, there's there's this, there's nothing on your ass. Nothing goes up your ass crack in a jockstrap. No, no. you're thinking of a thong. That is that's completely yeah, what I'm
1: thinking of, or a dance belt. Please that's tell exactly. me Daniel
2: Brewer wears dance belt. I don't have a dance belt. No.
0: <laughs> okay, so what did you guys think of the challenge? Wow. It was stupid.
2: The challenge was so. <laughs> But you know what? Was, I liked it being stupid. It was just kind of like, it was, I like stupid little mini challenges. And it's like, I thought it was fun. And this was really
1: our first mini challenge in a long yeah, time this was. season. If not the first one. No, they've had a couple
2: yeah, they, they had, had a the, couple.
0: cause they had the snatch. Not
1: the reading snatch, is fundamental the, the reading. was a mini yeah, challenge. Yeah, they had a couple other
2: ones. They haven't done puppets yet. I'm hoping that they'll do puppets. Cause everybody loves puppets.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, I th- I'm with Taylor. I thought this, I thought this, uh, mini challenge was stupid. I thought it was boring. I didn't I understand the point boring. of it. There was no skill in it whatsoever. They were wait, just swinging there. Wait.
2: Yes. I mean, that was, that was the point is like, it was difficult to do. You had to figure it out. It had to do with like your dexterity and stuff like that. But it's like, no one had an obvious advantage going into it. Then.
0: It was like being at a shitty bachelorette party. I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it is kind of like a weird, but I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. They seemed to enjoy it. I enjoyed watching it.
0: Well, you also had to pay $30 to have cloth go up your asshole. Alright, after Alaska's mini-challenge win, RuPaul announced this week's Maxi Challenge.
3: Ladies, now that you've played with the big boys, it's time to show me that you mean business. For this week's Maxi Challenge, you need to create merchandise worthy of your unique all-star brand. And then shoot a commercial that really sells the goods. And the top two will get their merch produced and sold at the next RuPaul's Drag oh oh Think Shark Tank, but fishier. Hashtag RuPaul's Fish Tank. Gentlemen, start your engines. And may the best woman win.
0: In the workroom, the girls ran their products by Marcus Lemonis from the CNBC show The Profit. To mixed results on the soundstage, Michelle and Carson directed the girls in their commercials, uh, while Roxy struggled to keep her wig on. While Al- sorry, hold on, Roxy. I, there's this thing called a period. Roxy struggled to keep her wig on while Alaska and Katya made Michelle and Carson laugh the entire time. Back in the workroom, Rolaska talks had a mirror moment. You've
3: like topped yourself like times ten. Thank you. Yes. This will be the most Relaska Talks moment they will ever have. Oh, no. this season, and I love it because it's a beautiful, like, genuine. <laughs> oh, my girl. <laughs> Relaska Talks is not an effect. I know it may come across that way. We definitely love and support each other, but we're not here to be a click. It's a foundation all over you.
0: Now, Danny, I'm going to go to you first. What, what were your thoughts on just not necessarily the, the result, but just in the, in the concept of the Maxi Challenge in general?
2: I, I liked the concept of the mini challenge. I didn't like the, I didn't like the, the the prize of it. You know, it's it's like being able to market it or to, you know, what am I trying to say? If you won, you got your product or a version of your product going to be sold at DragCon, which immediately, uh, you know, limits, honestly, who could win, right? I mean, really, if you look at who won, it was duct tape and a spray bottle. It's like the two cheapest things that they can, all they have to do is make a label and slap those on it and they can sell them at drag con for 30 bucks a piece. Right. It's like they would have had to actually produce a garbage can for detox with a wig on and everything. And that would have cost too much. They would have had to you know, sit there and make jeweled tea sets for, for Tatiana. That would have cost too much. They would have actually had to put some kind of food, drinkable food product inside those other things, which then gets them into all kinds of like you know, they would have to team up with some kind of food, but just like, so to me, I didn't like that part of it because it seemed to, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in the show that they're going to pick something more complicated. So they're going to pick the the easiest things to do, which I think it was great that Katya went with that because it was basically like, look, it's a spray bottle. It's a spray bottle with water. It's going to cost them 32 cents.
0: Taylor, what were your thoughts?
1: I, I hadn't really thought of it in that way, but it makes total sense. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, I guess that, you know, the fact that this wasn't an acting challenge per se and they had to kind of get out of their own comfort zone was good. I know that they've done uh challenges like this in the past to mixed effect. I thought thought these were kind of to mixed effect as well. So, but, yeah, I think, you know, but what, what Daniel is saying is absolutely true. And I hadn't necessarily thought of it in that perspective.
2: But I think it's also it is an acting challenge, but it's them acting their own characters that they have. Right. Because so many times the acting challenge is. You know, Alaska playing Betty Davis or, you know, this is, you know, Justin playing the character of Alaska. This is Brian playing the character of Katya. These are the characters that they have honed and put out, you know, on drag stages. Do you know what Alyssa
0: Edwards, Alyssa
2: Edwards' real name is? I don't.
0: Justin.
2: Oh, Justin playing Alyssa, playing the character of Alyssa. Anyway, the, the, do you get what I'm saying, no, though? Like, so it's like, yes, it is an acting challenge, but it's not a god-awful acting challenge where they're having to pretend to be some other thing. It's like they're doing their characters that they were chosen to be on the show for and that we all know and love. And I thought that was uh, – that part of the challenge I really liked. I liked them making the commercials. I liked them doing the whole thing. I just hated the the ending part of it, the, the winning part of it.
0: Taylor, what were your thoughts on Marcus Limonis from The Prophet on the, during the table visits? It was
1: an odd <laughs> – it was an odd, uh, guest. He wasn't even a panelist. He just kind of came in to give critiques that I don't, like you would think I kind of expected to see him at the end, like on the panel. And the fact that they just sort of brought him in for these things and told a couple of people, your stuff is shit and your stuff sounds good was <laughs> sort of like, okay, why? They
0: sort of did that last week with also with, uh, uh, not Aubrey Plaza. What's that girl's name? Uh, Chelsea Peretti. Yeah. Like she, I think she had like one word that she said, and I was like, "What was the point of bringing her in?" Like, I, like, but she, like Chelsea I, Peretti had to get up in the morning. tell people she, like, people were like, "Do you want to, <laughs> Chelsea? What are you doing today? Do you want to hang out?" And she's like, "No, can't. I, oh, I can't hang out today." She got paid scale for it. I, I can't hang out today. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be on an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race as some kind of judge. Oh wow, that's awesome. That sounds great. She spent the whole day there watching these Fakokta queens with their dumb comedy routines. And then she's like, alright, everyone, I'm gonna have a viewing party. I'm gonna be on RuPaul's drag race. Everyone come over. Said one word. <laughs> said one word. And at least as Marcus Limonis or however you say his name, um, at least he had more than a few words. He went and did the table visits. He, like,
2: yeah, but do you think, but, you think Katya must have known that he wasn't gonna be on the final panel. That's why she felt really comfortable saying like, yeah, okay. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, I'm still gonna yeah. do it. Right?
0: Yeah, she wasn't like, oh, I'm not. Sh-. Nobody said I might change my mind. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, well, Marcus Lemonis said, th-. meanwhile, Fifi, Fifi tells Roxy, like, uh. <laughs> and then Roxy's like, I better change my entire character. <laughs> Marcus Lemonis, a guy from the, which by the way, if you look at his results, were awful. They were wrong. Yes. His yeah. favorites were Roxy and Tatiana, and he hated Katya, and the results were the opposite.
2: Yeah, they didn't yeah. even show his Alaska, um, read, right? So he probably hated the duct tape thing too. No, no, no. He said yellow is a bright color. That's what he said. They showed him talking to Alaska? I think. I think someone said something about yellow being a bright color.
0: Oh, oh, RuPaul says that during her critique Uh, of Alaska. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, did you have any thoughts on Marcus Limonis? You were kind of groaning. You're doing Marcus Limonis.
2: Yeah, he just, (laughs) it's just pointless, right? I know that there was speculation about some kind of Shark Tank crossover thing last year or last season. I made that speculation myself. Yeah, I know. I heard that on a show. I won't say what show I heard that on, but maybe it was this show. The first lug, response, lug, lug. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just—it was just pointless. It was—it's was like I don't know who this guy is. I don't care who this guy is. He's—he has nothing to do with LGBT or drag queens. He's just some random product guy. It's like, have you ever seen the the products on Shark Tank? They're all shit. But he's like, not on Shark Tank. Oh, but that's what she was equating it to.
0: Right.
1: I mean, but the, the, the episode called the was
2: called. Right? Isn't the episode called? Fish tank you know, or something? It's called
0: Drag Fish Tank, John and Daniel. Don't you need a bottle opener that also serves as a ninja star <laughs> or whatever they sell in Shark Tank? <laughs> or like, or the, you know what? Didn't that squatty potty come from Shark Tank? I yes. think so. Yeah. The that my friend, I have these friends the because Johns. real
2: people can't lean forward.
0: I'm gonna tell you something. My friends, the Johns, they have two. It's two gay guys who date each other named John, and uh they have a squatty potty. And I had a house sit for them once. I tried using a squatty potty. It was no <laughs> difference. <laughs> the shit came out just exactly oh, the same way it did God. before. What's wrong, Taylor? This is the poop episode. We keep talking about poop. Well, you know what's so funny is I, I, I mentioned that today in a tweet that we'll talk about later to, uh, uh, what's his name? Israel oh. von Schmorkenstein. No, what's his name? Um, uh, the, the horrible composer for RuPaul's show. Lucian Piani. Oh, yeah. Why did I say Israel von Schmorkenstein? <laughs> you, I think you know what I'm saying. So, um, I said, like, because somebody, there was a guy, this guy made this serious political point about, you know, we'll we'll talk about this later, but he made a serious political point and then uh, Lucian made a serious political point back at him, but the guy who made the political point before was named butt (laughs) stallion. So butt stallion is like, well, if you look at the economic forecast, and I'm all like, butt stallion? So anyway, the point I was making was, this guy just had a serious political discussion by a guy who wrote a song called Pooh. Thank you. Um, Daniel, what were your thoughts on the, on the commercial rehearsals on the soundstage?
2: I, I liked them for the most. I mean, they were, they're just that typical way that they edit things, right? They're, they're, they try to make it look like some things are bad. Some things are wrong. Um,
0: oh I, yeah. If you go in these rehearsals, and I don't know, I don't think they know what the word rehearse means. Cause if you go in to rehearsal and you go like flub a line. It's like, oh, um, Boom! (laughs) Boom! Like, oh my God, a person just flubbed a line. They must be a failure as a human being. And Michelle makes that face, like, "Girl, yeah."
2: Yeah. This is called rehearsal. Here's something I found interesting about the commercials. Now, this is has to do with meta show. The Katya does a web series called Total Recall that she puts out every. Day after. So every Friday after the Thursday night showing of RuPaul's Drag Race. And twice now, she has made reference to... Like this time, I don't remember what the first time was, but this time she actually said, I hope they kept the turkey gag in because the turkey gag was the only thing... It's like... that's the only thing that I used the pit crew for was to come in and take a turkey out of my hand and leave. And it's like, so I hope that made it to the show. And I'm like, oh, so these... These commercials that they make and they all sit there and watch and laugh and clap about aren't actually made. (laughs) It's like because Katya would have known that the turkey was used in the bit.
0: Oh, no. But I think what she's talking about is I think that they show the whole thing. Like I know I I, and maybe she's referring when they do like an acting challenge or like, let's say, what was the one? The the Uh, drag empire.
2: Uh, I see what you're saying.
0: Okay yeah or Ruko's Empire is they'll film a whole thing and they'll only show they'll, they'll show the whole thing on the on the main stage, but they may not show the whole thing on the that makes more sense, but
2: still, I guess so it's 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 one of those things where it's like we don't know how long these each of these commercials were but
1: i I wonder how long they i and it probably is someplace some queen has talked about it, but how long they actually get per for each commercial where they told you have an hour you have ten minutes you have twenty minutes, whatever it is like I know that back on America's next top model, they got a certain number of shots and that's how they figured out, you know, so that one person didn't get 10 shots versus another person got 200. Cause that was always a big deal. If you won in like a mini challenge, you won 10 extra shots or something like that to expand your possibility of doing better. So how long do they actually have from the time they walk on set till the time they say, okay, I'm done. What, what is the, what is the maximum amount of time they're allowed to have?
2: I see what you're saying. So like they have 90 minutes to film everything. Yeah. And so each of them only has 90 or 60 minutes or 30. yeah. I don't know. That, that's a that's a good question. I wish I knew.
0: I don't know, but you can tell sometimes that they do have a set amount of time because they'll say you got to do it right now or this has to happen. You you'll see references to that. Taylor, did you have any thoughts on these rehearsals or anything like that?
1: No, I I thought the the part with Roxy where Roxy kept taking off the wig and the kept you could see her hairline was we we both kind of went like groaned a little bit when she did it. I don't quite get why Carson thought it was so funny. He kind of did a detox laugh at one point, but it whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a stupid. I mean, I think he was just laughing at the fact that she couldn't even do it. Like that was that's her one thing that she's like known for that she keeps like pushing and she couldn't even do it right. I think yeah. that's what she was laughing at really.
0: Well, it was stupid, and I didn't care for it. What about the workroom Alaska talks uh, mirror moment, Taylor? What were your thoughts on that? I think that getting back to, you know, we haven't
1: talked too much about the editing this, but they're they're setting us up for the thing that I talked about a couple of weeks ago in that there's going to be – Alaska is going to have to pick between the two of them at some point. Or there's going to be some sort of R'Alaska Talks showdown as the final combination where somebody from R'Alaska Talks is going to have to send somebody else home. That's I I can't imagine that not being the case at this point. And I think that was their way of – Planning a seed in this in the narrative to where that's something where now you're kind of remembering that they were because they haven't really mentioned Alaska talks since the first episode when they all came back
0: into the workroom for the first time. Daniel,
2: I'm trying to think. I think they did when Roxy, like that first time when Tatiana Daniel, was...
0: wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, sorry. Daniel, What were you doing right now? When right now your hand was under the table, like I was scratching my in...
2: I was scratching my leg.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> it just looked weird.
2: I'm masturbating, this, Joe. I am yeah, actually like, masturbating it's like, it's like, while I'm recording. Well,
1: especially like, when he squirted the a hair conditioner in his other hand first and then reached yeah. down. That, that was a little odd.
0: <laughs> yeah. And why is
1: there a box of Kleenex <laughs> that you
0: just removed one Kleenex from?
2: Ah, uh, I have a, no, it's this, that time. Preventing
0: skid
1: pollen, marks.
2: No pollen in yeah. the air. And you know, I have the sniffles and whatever. Um, the, oh, now I forgot what I was going to God. Uh, so what was the question?
0: What did you think of the Ralaska mirror moment?
2: No, that wasn't the question because I wasn't going to answer that because what was the... Well, that's never stopped you before. (laughs) You're always answering
0: this. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was the question whether or not you chose to answer it. That's completely different, but that was in fact the question.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, you know what I was going to say was Uh I think I think they had mentioned Alaska Talks another couple of times, but that was in the debate thing when when Tatiana was first eliminated that episode, like episode two, and Alaska was like, I know that you you know... you think this will be a real Talks thing, but it won't be. She was talking to Katiana about that. But yeah, you're right. They haven't really brought it up. In fact... Who is Katiana? <laughs> Tatiana. Oh. Uh, But they haven't really brought it in and, and the thing... I, uh, I can't pull my thoughts into focus here, but... He says that
1: he holds the beer in his hand.
2: I've had he one... Says
1: he says Pikachu judges him. Seriously, seriously. I've
2: had one beer. I'm not even drunk. Uh, it's just one of those... Uh, I don't. Never mind. Uh, just move on. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I'm 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 pointless. I'm useless.
0: Sounds like Fifi when she left the stage. <laughs> jump in my car.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know what's so funny? Cool? I hate that song.
0: <laughs> I hate that song, but sometimes when there's like an awkward moment, I'm like, jump in the car, jump out. And she thought that was so funny. Like, like, Fifi O'Hara thinks that line is so funny, that jump in the car thing.
2: Comedy gold, Joe Patance.
0: Comedy I wasn't goal. here last week, so I had to chime in on that uh Relaska talks mirror moment i think again i know you guys i know we have an email that's about this you guys are like oh there's no pre-planning for the show and everything like that this editing is setting us up for a Relaska talks there is gonna be a ralaska talks showdown and it could have been this week but it wasn't
2: oh i don't disagree with you on that i think we just disagree as to when that happens a good producer, well, of course, would ask them Rolaskatok questions because they're all three still there. So, th- so they would ask them questions about Rolaskatoks. And I believe you pointed out in your show, in your solo show, right? Detox specifically says in the clip that's the best they're going to get, meaning that they were specifically asked to do some kind of relaskatox comment.
0: You left me listening to some other show because
2: I didn't mention that you didn't. Who, who was it that mentioned that? Because I thought it was also weird that she said that. She's like, "This is as close to a Relaskatox this is as close to a Relaskatox moment as they're going to get." It's like, who are he they? Say that. It's like uh, someone must have read that on Reddit or something. But it's like, yeah, the they must be the producers. They must be getting pressure from the producers to talk about Relaska Talks. But I don't think that was planned ahead of time. I just think, I mean, it was in the sense that all three of them were there, and someone said, "Oh, we can do a Relaska Talks storyline, and let's ask them questions about that." But I don't think that. You know, I don't think that they, they did great foresight in like keeping them there. I think it was, it was just happenstance.
1: Could they have been the viewers?
2: I don't know because I don't know that they talk about the viewers. And by they, I mean the queens. D- do they yeah. ever really talk about the
0: viewers? they have talked about them a couple of times when Katya was talking to Tatiana early on in the season. She was talking about the fans and how they're getting younger and oh, it's a, yeah, it's a the different fans, fan base. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, the fans view the show. That's it. I quit the show. I have
2: to. No, but news. she was talking about it in context of you know going to do an appearance.
0: Daniel, do we have runway looks to look at?
2: You know what? I knew I forgot something. I uh, really do apologize. Uh, uh, um, you re-pologize? I apologize. I apologize. What? None of us well, are you know, like everyone, <laughs> I, I believe. Everyone that, is I believe, waiting for us. To I believe this week. Thoughts? Here, I can do it. I can do it real quick. I can do it real quick. Uh, <laughs>
0: everyone um, is just dying for our thoughts I know. on the runway.
2: This show sucks so bad, and it's all my fault. And I apologize. The uh, show. show. Suck. What are you talking? The show's about? great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the drag race
0: and the skid
2: marks. <laughs> I oh, was gonna look. say the, the runway Every looks this week. Like they all came out in wraps. so it's just uh, yeah.
0: What's more drag race than skid marks?
2: <laughs> what were? They? I don't even remember what their damn runway looks were this week. What were they? What was the theme? Okay, uh, there I don't. There wasn't a theme, was there? Yeah, they were pants on the runway. Oh, pants oh, on yeah. the runway. Oh,
1: okay, okay, all right. Oh, I have thoughts. Yeah. Okay,
2: okay. great. Oh, yeah. you want me to play the music? Hold on. What's, yes, what's, I want you
1: to play the music. I love when we play
0: the music.
2: I always forget the song. What's the song?
0: Oh, it's uh, it's like a karaoke version of. uh <laughs> Sissy that, walk. The Sissy Sissy that walk. Sissy that walk. Thank you. There, As composed by Lucian Piani. noted log cabin Republican. Yeah, yeah noted log Cabin Republican. <laughs>
2: All right, Taylor Latte Boy, what are your thoughts on the runway looks this, this week? All of
0: them? We're not going to go through one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Roxy Andrews, Taylor Latte Boy. I'm going to say Toot. Uh, I'm going to say Toot as well.
2: I don't even know what she wore. What she is had right? the
0: huge afro
1: and the hip hugger jeans. Yeah, and oh. she had like the, the, the like the peasant blouse.
2: Yeah, that was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah might have yeah. been off the shoulders. I do, I do, I do. She looked like a 1970s Sears catalog uh, model. Uh, yeah, yeah toot. All right,
0: Katya, Hey, the Latte Boy. Uh, Daniel.
2: No, well, someone tell me what she was wearing.
0: She oh, was the one. God. She said she was referring to herself.
1: Oh, as
2: oh, I remember. Le- yes, the lesbian chic. Yes. Uh, she had a great- librarian,
1: thing. lesbian yes. librarian chic.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, absolute toot, le- toot, toot, toot. Taylor Latte Boy.
1: Oh, I don't know. There's part of me that loved this look, but I thought the weird neon with the maroon. Um, I'm going to say toot primarily for the hair.
0: The correct answer is toot. Toot. She looked incredible. Next, Detox. Taylor the Latte Boy. Boot. Do you want to tell Daniel what Detox I know. I remember this one. This one oh, had okay, the, like the red. Yes
2: reverse suspender kind of I wing sure kind of a thing there. Uh-huh. And I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it a boot. I, I don't think I hated anybody's look, but it was probably the weakest one that I saw. So I'll, I'll I'll go with Taylor and say boot.
0: The correct answer is boot. Next, Tatiana Daniel J. Brewer.
2: She was... Oh, she did the t boz right? Yeah to say boot. I didn't care for it. <gasps>
1: <laughs> the gay gasp. Literally a a continental In two time zones, we did the gay gasp at the same time. That was such a toot. Oh my god. That was yes. such an awesome look. She looked just like her. She did all the dances. Toot. Capital T. Capital O. Capital O. Capital T. It,
2: it probably doesn't help that I had to Google who T-Boz was.
0: You... Asshole. How do you not know who T-Boz is? You know that Daniel thought T-Boz was a character from Lost in Space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good heavens. You never any boot. Yes.
0: Uh, the correct answer is a very, very large toot. Alaska. Daniel J.
2: Brewer. I don't remember hers. Oh, wait. It was the American tassel. Th- yeah. Th- a boot.
0: Boot. Okay.
1: Taylor Latte Boy. I'm going to say boot as well as much as i love that whole 76 americana type thing the hair the weird Bette midler hair was just not i i didn't like it i thought it, it took away from the features
0: of her face the correct answer is boot hey the latte boy what were your thoughts on Alyssa edwards I
1: don't have any because I don't. I keep forgetting Alyssa's still in the competition. She said the she dynasty,
2: wearing? dynasty with the fur. Didn't she have like the Ow, f- with the fur? She
1: looked like an asshole. I didn't like that look.
0: <laughs> Daniel J. Brewer. I
2: liked it. I'm going to give it a boot. I mean a toot.
0: The correct answer is boot. that uh. was boring.
2: And that's on our runway looks. Yay! I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I feel like I feel like I should refund everyone's ninety nine cents.
0: For what? Oh, <laughs> oh this is a joke. <laughs> Dumb joke. Well, just wait till I'm I'm on the Riviera smoking like Cuban cool. cigar,
2: rolling around two, in that big uh, big uh, Amazon Amazon Kindle, Kindle, Kindle yeah. Cash Kindle Cash. How much would my... you get
0: of the ninety nine cents?
1: You
2: get. 70, well, what's funny you'd, is you'd No, what's funny
0: cents. is you get. Yeah, you don't get that much, but if you go if you go to like two ninety nine, that's why I might just compile them. If you go to two ninety nine above, you get way more than you would at ninety nine cents. I think at ninety nine cents you only get like forty cents. Actually, you get very little. They okay. don't want people selling a lot of ninety nine cent stuff. They want people selling at three dollars or more. So you get a lot more if you sell it at a higher level. Okay, uh, moving on. Let's talk about the commercials now. I, I don't intend for us to play all the commercials. Uh, but I have pulled them all in case you want to reference any of the commercials. All the audio clips have been pulled from the commercials. But let's go through each one. Uh, I, you know, you have the order right there in front of you, Daniel. What's the first commercial? Roxy Andrews. Roxy Andrews. What are your thoughts on the commercial there, Daniel, for Roxy Andrews? That was the one for the wig glue.
2: Yeah, it was definitely the weakest of all of the commercials. I mean, it was it was badly done. It was. You know, even, even after all of those takes, when she did the wig reveal, it was still, you could still see her hair and it's kind of one of those things. She's really has become this one trick pony. It's like, we get it that one of your most memorable moments on this show was, you know, doing a lip sync for your life where you pulled your wig off and you had another wig under it and everybody thought that was great at the time, but it's, it's kind of like that Bart Simpson, I didn't do it boy. It's like, if you're a one trick pony, we've gotten tired of you doing that now. Move on, give us something new because this, you know, this, 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 is getting boring,
0: hey, with a Vellante boy. I I would agree with
1: uh, some of what Daniel's saying. I don't know that it was the weakest. We'll get to who I thought was the weakest later on, but uh, I think that everything that the judges said, as far as she was in a tan background and she was wearing a tan negligee, whatever bathing suit hybrid thing, with whatever it is, with a
2: stain on it.
1: There was a stain on <laughs> it, wasn't there? Yeah, the whole thing. It just it looked sloppy, and I think that. While it wasn't my least favorite, she definitely deserved to be in the bottom two.
0: The correct answer is Roxy Andrews' commercial was bad. <laughs> all right, next one, Daniel. What is it? Katya. Uh... Katya, Taylor Latte Boy. What were your thoughts on Katya's? Commercial? Definitely
1: my favorite commercial of all of them. Um, I think that this is an example of it speaks to the Katya brand where she's kind of this crazy Russian hooker, housewife, mom type thing that has self esteem issues and anxiety and it was it was fun to watch when she went to the demon voice we both laughed um and i i which is definitely my
0: favorite daniel j brewer i i wonder what daniel brewer is going to think about katia's commercial
2: you you know i have never hidden the fact that i'm a huge katia fan and it's not so never prevented me from critiquing or like saying bad things about stuff that she's done i have made negative comments about stuff that she's done before. However, she didn't do it enough. However, this is not one of those cases because I absolutely loved the commercial. I thought it was great.
0: The correct answer, terrible product, great commercial.
2: Wait, Next. why was yeah, it a you're... terrible product? It's a genius product. I, I it's like mm-hmm. uh wait, no, I have to um, I'm I'm going to use my Jovetance speak. It's a brilliant use of marketing Jovetance because yeah. she knew that a 32 cent water bottle, they would jump on that shit. It's like, wait, we can sell this at DragCon for 20 bucks a shot just by slapping a stupid have label thorazine on it. Thorazine in it or something? No, yeah, but it's like, it's snake oil. It's like, all they have to do is have the little asterisk at the bottom doesn't actually contain thorazine, right? It's just like, uh, you know, for entertainment purposes only doesn't contain actual thorazine. It's like, yeah, but the point is work in, uh... they can make this thing for 32 cents and sell it for 20 bucks at DragCon. So of course they're going to jump all over that shit.
0: Taylor, you're a medical doctor. Does, does, <laughs> no, I am not. And you
2: can't
1: make statements like that. I could lose my license when you say things like, if I agree with you, I am, I am not a doctor. Holy shit. Okay. Go ahead. Will Thorazine actually do that to people? <laughs> Knock them out <laughs> while they're holding a turkey? No. Yeah.
2: Thorazine is no, not it, topical. Th- Thorazine is an internal drug. It's, it's, you don't, you don't apply Thorazine topically.
1: Yes. They, Daniel is correct. Who's in the next commercial, Daniel?
2: Alyssa
0: Edwards. Alyssa Edwards, Daniel J. Brewer. What were your thoughts on her commercial?
2: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop watching this shit because it was so annoying. <laughs> I don't even know what she is. Like she was selling an energy drink, but the only spoken words in it were that it would make you beautiful. And it was like, I don't, she somehow in her brain has, you know, conflated energy with beauty. I don't know. It was, it was very confusing. I, not, not, not one of my favorites.
0: Taylor
1: the Latte Boy? It was all over the place. I, I, which I think is also kind of representative of the Alyssa Edwards brand. And I, I, okay, a couple minutes ago, you had to remind me that Alyssa Edwards was still in the competition. So that should tell you what I think of the commercial.
0: <laughs> the correct answer, decent product, great commercial. Love the commercial. That was hilarious. I laughed when all of she was dancing around and there's different Alyssa Edwards dancing around. Super funny.
2: Detox was the next one.
0: Taylor Latte Boy, what are your thoughts on Detox
1: Akint? This was my least favorite commercial of all of them. I thought it was a. I, I I thought the product was, if the product had been executed better, it would have, it could have been funnier. I remember Detox when she did her commercial for her season, that was the whole perfume with the heroin. So I was expecting a lot from her and was very let down.
0: Daniel J Brewer?
2: Yeah, if you're going to spend that long making a trash can puppet, why don't you make it into a fucking puppet instead of just <laughs> where you can see your hand moving it around and maybe practice with it a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't one of my favorites. She should have been in the bottom two in my humble opinion.
0: Absolutely. The correct answer. detoxes, puppet and commercial were horrible. Awful. She should have been in the bottom two.
2: Alaska. Next. Is the next
0: one. Uh, Alaska. Daniel J. Brewer, your thoughts on Alaska K Thunder Funds.
2: It, it was very, it was very her. Um, I don't know if you've ever gone. This is an aside. Have you ever gone and looked at her old YouTube channel when she was a film student? No, it's under her. It's under her boy name. You should check it out. There's videos from like you know six and seven and eight years ago on there where she was you know a film student and did these kind of experimental, way artsy kind of films. This had that feel to it. It was very you know artsy film project kind of thing i didn't hate it it didn't make me laugh but i didn't hate it so that's the best i can say hey little latte boy
1: i liked this one i i used to like those commercials back in the 90s the calvin klein commercials and stuff because they were so gross and pretentious but they were fun to watch so i appreciated what she was trying to do um and it's it's again it speaks to her brand it's it was a very much in alaska it reminded me of the one that she did for the red to filth uh perfume where it's kind of it's it's very it was very tongue in cheek and I I enjoyed it.
0: The correct answer was horrible. I hated this commercial. I hated the product. No one, <laughs> one wants, who's gonna buy Tuck Tape?
2: Oh my god! T- yes, that's the other great thing. Another thirty two cent product that they can slap a label on and sell for ten bucks at DragCon. Why horrible did you think product. it was?
0: Why did you
1: it think it
2: was a horrible funny. commercial?
0: It wasn't funny. It was stupid. <laughs> okay, well there you go. Thank you, Joe Bajans. <laughs> that's my two cents.
2: And finally, we Next. have Tatiana.
0: and uh, Taylor the Boy, your thoughts on Tatiana?
2: I th- I think that the concept was
1: good. I think that if it had been executed better, with the, if she had if she had incorporated more of the spilling tea, it she she would have possibly I could have seen that going to where she was in the top two versus the bottom two. But it felt like if the commercial as a whole, there were too many almost pregnant pauses between. That she could have put a joke that she, they chose not to or they didn't use or whatever. The part where she walks across the street with the phone and goes, she's a fucking cunt. That was very funny. If they had had more stuff like that, I would have enjoyed the commercial more. Daniel J
0: Brewer.
2: I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it because I love Tatiana and, um, yeah, it it was, it was very SNL skit kind of like one of those, uh, nah, this isn't sense. Let me fast forward through this. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, it was kind of a one-trick pony, kind of a one-note, kind of a, a skit. I, I wanted it to be funny. I really did. But there was, yeah, that's it. I, I didn't care for it.
0: The correct answer is great product, great commercial. Loved it. Laughed. Thought, it, thought she looked fierce. Thought she sounded fierce. I would buy this. Thank
2: you. Yeah, but that's going to cost them at least $2 to make that little fake tea set so they but, couldn't they but, don't have a big of profit margin as they do is a duct tape and a spray bottle
0: the challenge wasn't what's going to cost us the least money the challenge was product and commercial yeah but it was being th-
2: but it was being chosen by the people who were going to market it at DragCon. so it's like you know that that was an argument you know that that discussion took place yeah but we could make this really no, cheaply it
0: because tatiana as we learned it was all predetermined <laughs> let's go to the judges critiques in the bottom two we had roxy andrews
2: here's the thing with the video even though the sight gag was there with losing the hair it's almost like when you see it once and it's really funny the next time it's like oh okay oh my god i agree with michelle you never want to be forgetful
0: you were that kind of sort of beige nude under it. It was a bit sort of granny on her honeymoon. But it just looked like it needed a good boil wash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this bell-bottom look that you have going on. I think it really acts your womanly shape. All right. Thanks, Roxy. Thank you. Taylor the Latte Boy. What were your thoughts on Roxy Andrews being in the bottom two? What were your thoughts on the critiques? Did she deserve to be there? What were your thoughts? Give me the tea, Taylor. I... I just noticed something. Remember yes. the
1: season on Men Ameri- in women's clothes? Yes. that Well, that was shocking to me that they actually all were men. But do you remember the season on American Idol that Ellen DeGeneres was on? And
2: I didn't Ellen DeGeneres it was. That.
1: Oh, I didn't watch it either. But I just know from watching clips and stuff that she was always very nice. That mm-hmm. seems to be Todrick Hall's role on the show. Because he I don't think he has said a critical, a negatively critical thing about a queen yet. It always seemed to end with him saying something positive about their look, or that's just, that was just sort of an observation listening to it again. That I want to share. a
0: coincidence, Todd Rick Hall and, uh, Ellen DeGeneres both have had sex with Anne Hache. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? An American Idol also suffered from that when they had, uh, lo and, uh, Keith Wilson. Urban. Yeah, Keith Urban. And Harry Connick, right? Cause these, these people ultimately make their living by selling tickets to their concerts and selling albums and they can't come across as being total dicks or cunts. So they, you, you could always see Jennifer, you know, skirting around trying to, oh honey, you know, maybe you should think, you know, they, they never come right out and said something bad. And if you think about that panel, Michelle Visage doesn't have anything to sell. Ruval doesn't have anything to sell. Todrick Hall is going to be in Broadway this this coming year, so it's just like he's he's got stuff to sell, so it's like uh, he can't come across as being horrible, which is why. No, the,
1: I know, I, the- I and I appreciate that on some level that they they always end with a positive, or he always tries to end with a positive on them. It's just it was just one of those observations.
0: Yeah, it yeah. reminds me of uh, American Idol with uh, when Diana DeGarmo and Ace Young were on the same season, and it was very reminiscent also of Melinda Doolittle. Uh, all these American Idol references that are, that are just coming up. So Call reminds me a lot of Melinda Doolittle, just like kind of in the background, super nice. I have nothing bad to say about them, but very talented.
2: Right. I thought Roxy deserved to be in the bottom and, uh, the, I can't believe I agree with Michelle Visage, but yes, that, that her, her assessment's spot on.
0: Um, Tatiana was also in the bottom too. Do we have a clip for her?
2: You, you make it sound like you didn't pull the clips. It's on the runway, you came out and we were gagging. I mean, it's really
3: good. Thank you. Would you please, just for my own satisfaction, do that dance that T-Buzz does? Yeah. Ooh, I'm TLC <laughs> tip. Moving on to the commercial, even though you were being really see-you-next-Tuesday-ish <laughs> choices, we still liked you. You're really, really charming. What you didn't do is really feature the product. That was a miss for me. I saw what you were going for, but I felt like maybe you didn't get all the way there.
0: A note to our international listeners, when uh, RuPaul asked uh, Tatiana to dance, she actually (laughs) danced on the stage. That's what you missed. Daniel (laughs) J. Brewer,
2: yes? I think it would be worth it for you guys to pay the $2.99 for the video version of this show, just so you can watch Taylor's head explode when I say, when RuPaul said... TLC. I thought she was oh talking my, about the TV it, channel. It,
0: Jesus oh fucking God. Co- I didn't know. I didn't.
1: Uh, you and I w- went to tracks in Tampa at the same. T- they would have been playing TLC videos while you were working as a bartender there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God! God. No, I know. I know
2: that. I know. I know the song. Win. I just didn't know who the women were that were singing it. It's not like I knew their lives or whatever. Anyway.
1: Joe, who were the other two members of TLC? Lisa
0: Left Eye Lopez. And? Oh my god, really? No, I know who it is. It's Lucian (laughs) (laughs) Pianni. So it was (laughs) T-L-L? Oh, wait, did the letters stand for their names? Yes! T-Buzz, Left left Eye, and Chili! My mind is blown. My mind is blown. I just thought it was like tender, loving care kind of thing. (laughs)
2: wrong oh it stands for it stands uh, for the learning channel which now no longer does any kind of learning on it whatsoever uh, oh my god i did not
0: this is you have just this is my kaiser Sose moment i, I just <laughs> dropped the cup and i just my mind my, my whole worldview is now upside down
2: speaking of dropping the cup uh yeah i didn't yeah. care for uh her commercial i thought the product was really cute she shouldn't have been in the bottom two. That should have been detox. Uh, so while I wasn't great, you know, I wasn't like gugu gaga over Tatiana's look or product. I didn't think they were as bad as detoxes. So that's my my two thoughts.
0: Taylor Vellante boy, you want to jump in here? My two cents. I
1: would agree. I I'll, I'll jump in. I just don't want to chase a waterfall. Um, well, because Daniel's Oh,
2: because
1: Daniel's grub. So so I'll creep over to my answer. And that is, <laughs> I got a giggle out of you because you came up on the screen, so. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I don't know. what was the question? I don't even know what the question was. At this <laughs> Tatiana,
2: <point. laughs> Tatiana bottom two. Yes, no. I disagree.
1: I think, I think the detox should have been in the bottom two instead of Tatiana. At the very least, Tatiana should have been safe compared to detox.
0: Yes. You know, I mean, I was so angry that Tatiana was in the bottom two. I almost bur uh burned my boyfriend's uh shoes in the bathtub and burned his house down. <laughs> 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 you don't know what that means. I, did you almost I turn wanted- Did you almost turn your car over, flip it over yeah, a bunch of times want- in Honduras with a bunch of yeah. orphans in the back? <laughs> I wanted a lot I wanted Alaska to go to Honduras.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that made me so mad I wanted to get Lyme's disease. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, sickle cell. I was I I thought I was gonna get sickle cell. I was so upset. <laughs>
0: now you just got racist. Uh <laughs> Tatiana uh Tatiana oh Dan Taylor guys everyone I want everyone to know Taylor put his very polite of Taylor to be dying, but put his microphone he muted. On mute yeah, he muted. Now if done. you paid two ninety nine oh. for the video
2: version of this podcast, you would see Taylor oh, uh, coughing copying there, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Tatiana should not have been in the bottom two. She should not have been in the bottom two. They should have had Detox in the bottom two. They should have had the Rolaska Talks moment showdown right then. But they knew Roxy would have gone home and then she wouldn't be there for this week's mom makeover challenge. But the point is, like, Detox so should have been in the bottom two. I'm going to tell you something in this. I'm going to tell you this, too. I think you could make an argument that Alaska should have been in the bottom two. I'm not going to lie. Tatiana should not have been in the bottom two. In fact, she should have been in the top two. What do you think of that? How do you like dem apples? Thank you. (laughs) Alaska and Katya were named the winners of the challenge, while Roxy and Tatiana were placed in the bottom two. During the workroom deliberations, everyone (laughs) seemed to be having private conferences with everyone. Roxy (laughs) seemed resigned to her elimination while Tatiana fought for her life. Back on the main stage, Alaska went head-to-head with Katya during a lip-sync for their legacies. Though we didn't see much of Katya, Alaska won the lip-sync. She immediately delivered her final decision.
3: One of these queens, week after week, has brought a level of prestige and beauty and excellence to this runway and to the art form of drag.
1: And one of these queens is the person who lent me this very shirt that I'm wearing tonight so based on that I've chosen Tatiana Tatiana I think you're stunning
3: thanks as it is written (laughs) so it shall be done Tatiana you are an all star now sashay away thank you after her
0: elimination, Tatiana said, goodbye. Even though I didn't get to feature everything that I wanted
3: to, I think I showed a lot while I was here. I got to introduce myself to people who didn't know who Tatiana was, and I got to impress the people who have been my supporters from the jump, and that I'm very proud of. Thank you.
0: Okay, Taylor the Latte Boy. Why don't you – I'm very curious to know your thoughts on the lip sync. Was it clear to you that Alaska won the lip sync? I have no idea because they never showed Katya. They,
1: they just focused all of the camera work on Alaska. And I, I get that they do that because it kind of gives you a hint. <clears throat> Excuse me. When the show – when their performance, they kind of start off where it's kind of a 50-50. And then as the person – it's almost like you're supposed to be Ruse eyes where you can't stop but look at the one person who's giving you more energy it, this one seemed very, very lopsided. Now, the little bit that we actually saw of Katya, with the weird grunge in the flats, with the baby doll dress and the black hair, it looked like she was she wasn't necessarily doing a whole lot that would have would have caused her to win. But I, I wasn't necessarily impressed with. I love this song. I love the original version of the song. But the Joan Jett remix remake or whatever was it's not good.
0: It's well I think Larry Flick wisely pointed out it, it was probably a, a it was cheaper to get the rights of the Joan Jet one. Oh, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. But I mean the first the, the original version by the Runaways is just such an iconic song from the seventies that the the weird remake of Joan Jett
0: is no not good. You know, you said Rue's Eyes, and you know what would be a great lip sync song? Betty Davis Eyes. That would be a great song. Yeah. That would be a great song. Oh, I had boy, actually, I think she's a spy. She's God, got
3: Betty
0: Davis, Davis eyes. It's not like Carol Channing singing it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> She's precocious. <laughs> she got <laughs> to eat raspberries. Daniel, pop quiz:
1: Who sings "Betty Davis Eyes"?
0: Oh, I. Wait, 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 Daniel, don't answer. Don't answer, Daniel. Don't answer. <laughs> Taylor, let's make a one dollar bet. Do you think he knows? No. Oh, I agree. I don't think he knows. Okay, Kim, never mind. Kim Carnes. Ah, oh. all right. <laughs> right, you win. You win. You win nothing because you weren't part of the bet. It was really the okay. two of us against Daniel. You Daniel, who sings Don't Call Me Angel in the Morning? Juice Newton. Whoa! Mind blown.
1: Here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. you got to remember that TLC was in the 90s when I wasn't a teenager. It's like what you just named, Juice Newton and Betty Davis, those were 80s songs. Were, I was a teenager in the 80s. So it's like I know a lot of 80s songs. It's like 90s songs I'm not so, you know, it's like, remember Taylor, you're like what? Almost ten years. You're not quite ten years younger than me. Um,
1: I'm no, I'm like six years younger than you. Oh yeah.
2: So I'm just saying, it's like we. So we we missed a period. Of, there's a period of time there that I we,
1: wasn't. We, but we were in our 20s together. TLC was literally the biggest girl group of all time. Um, what about N-Vogue? No, TLC TLC at one point was the was the best selling girl group of all time. N-Vogue is an amazing group too, but TLC. I know that was I know that was a record that they broke.
2: I know that during that during my twenties I was in the Gay Men's chorus where it just got consumed my life and I was listening to a bunch of weird folk music and stuff. But it, it doesn't matter. It's it's The gay men's Chorus never did Ain't You Proud to Beg? No, we didn't. Uh are you gonna ask me the same question, Joe? Because I would like to comment on the lip sync.
0: Okay, Daniel, what, what were your thoughts on the lip sync?
2: I read this online all the time that Alaska didn't do as well as Katiana and the lip sync. I also Katiana (laughs) Katya. (laughs) I don't know why I've just, I've combined Tatiana and Katya in my brain somehow. Um, and I, and and it's not just this week, right? There's other weeks. It's like, Oh, she clearly did a better job than so-and-so. Or it's like, Alyssa clearly did a better job than yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I, I want to point out is that we're not actually seeing the lip sync performance. And I also have this problem with like America's got talents when they show dancing groups and they keep cutting to different camera angles. It's like, I would love, honestly, I would love if they put on YouTube the the lip sync challenge after the fact with a fixed camera point, and you could actually see the entire song in both queens head to head. Because what we're seeing is an edited down version of the song, right? It's cut down to like 45 seconds. And by definition, by doing that they're redoing the audio. So we don't actually know how tight their lip sync was without seeing that original performance, which is what the judges are basing their, their, you know, their decision off of. So it appeared as though, you know, that they were both equally matched there. And I thought that Katya did better, but I think what sold it was pulling the American flag out of that god awful wig. I think is like, that wasn't a split you know, jumping up in the air and doing a split and landing on the ground, which we've seen a hundred times. It wasn't a death drop that we've seen a hundred times. We've never seen before in a drag, you know, lip sync, someone pulling an American flag out from underneath their wig. So it's like, I will give Alaska credit for that.
1: So, uh, yeah, I I will say that, that when she did that, that kind of was like, a, uh she got it. If, if you
2: but- had been at a bar. Drinking at a bar, watching a drag show, and a queen came out and in the you know, in the middle of the song pulled an American flag out from under her wig. the place would have gone insane, yeah that's that's what I was so I think
1: that that's one of these where she's going into this at least at this point, prepared to lip sync every week yeah that she's got she's going to have some sort of ace up her sleeve that she will be able to in in the chance that she actually gets to lip sync that she will have something like that.
2: So if the lip syncs, Joe, to answer your question about the lip sync, if the lip syncs were even, Alaska wins it from the originality standpoint of pulling the flag out. Because everything Katya done, we've seen Katya do before. She did it well, but we've seen her do those things before.
0: Okay. Very good. Uh, ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Did we miss anything? <laughs> Daniel? <laughs> no? This could be a quick – I mean, did we miss anything? Sometimes they're like, oh, you didn't talk about the fact that, um, you know, detox – Threw up on top of uh, Alyssa's face or something. Wait, when did that happen? I missed. I that. was gonna say I, that's in a uh, that's another logo channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see
2: that. You know what? No, I do no. miss. I miss. Sure. I miss Untucked. I don't feel like I'm connecting with these queens like in a normal season. Like I really rely a lot on Untucked to kind of give me a sense of who these queens are. And even though I know these queens, I feel like we're getting a very sanitized view of what's going on there. So I, I, I really like Untucked as part of a regular season. That's a good hey,
1: point. That's a good point. I would agree with that, that I do I do miss watching Untucked.
2: Halo the Latte Boy?
1: That's a good point. That is a really good point. And I I do also miss watching Untucked.
0: All right. Well, now it's time for the emails.
2: Do we have a song for uh, that?
0: Yeah. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach one on and pull one out. Okay, new email policy, everyone. <laughs> is
2: that a TLC song?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: e-mails, sure <is>. emails,
2: emails,
1: emails. <laughs> mm. Wow. I'm going to read your emails. Who's yeah. going first? So
2: our, what's our new email oh, policy, you know, Joe okay. chance.
0: The new email policy is this. Guys, For the, cause unfortunately, this is actually a good problem to have. We get a lot of emails now. Which we love, by the way. We love them. We love that we read every single email, and we're going to respond to every single email. However, I think for the interest of everybody's sanity and time, we can't read every single email now. So the new policy is this. Um, Also, to keep the shows as current as possible, if you want your email read on the solo show, we need to have it by close of business Friday, East Coast time. So that's 5 p.m. Friday, Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific uh, after the show, just to make sure that, uh, we have it in time so we can read it. And, uh, then that's it. If you, if, if we get an email after that, there's a chance we might read it on the Tuesday panel show. However, we will respond to every single email that we get. We just may not read every single email. Okay? Got it. Uh, that's the new email policy. Now, Daniel, do you have an email you want to read?
2: I do. I have one that comes in from Jordan Darling. Ah, uh, hey, kitty girls, writes Jordan Darling. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I'll say it anyway. I think Alaska was smart in eliminating Tatiana. You know, we didn't even talk about that.
0: We can talk about it now. You have an email about it.
2: I think at this point in the competition, Alaska knows that Roxy can't win. She's underperformed almost every week, and she's not a threat. Alaska knows that the best game move is to keep somebody who is less of a threat. Tatiana is fierce, and as much as I love her, I probably would have done the same as Alaska. Do you agree? Or am I totally off base? It's almost the same situation as the finale of Big Brother last week. Paul should have taken James, but instead he took the bigger threat in Nicole and ended up paying for it. I, by the way, that means he lost. <laughs> Alaska didn't want to pay for it with keeping Tati in the competition. Hope y'all are doing well. Your favorite boy band member, Jordan Darling. <clears throat> um Yeah, I... I'm not going to go so far as to say that it was brilliant because I don't think it was brilliant. I think it was just a really good move. It was a very strategic move. It would be like if you were watching Survivor. Remember, got i all over the place. Remember the very first season of Survivor when everyone in America was mad at Richard Hatch for having an alliance? That's not fair. How dare he have an alliance? And that's just, that's just cheating to have an alliance like that. And every season after that of Survivor. People have alliances. That's what they do. And that's, that's now an accepted strategic part of that game. It's like when when the control was turned from the producers and RuPaul over to the queens to choose who was going to go, it would be foolish not to get rid of the biggest threat. Regardless of whatever else you've told anyone, it's now your job to get rid of the biggest threat without pissing people off. So like by making it seem like she got the harshest critiques or like giving some other you know... Oh, uh, I borrowed this girl's shirt, so I can't send her home. Whatever. Alaska was very smart to get rid of Tatiana because Tatiana was absolutely competition for her and Roxy wasn't. Thank you, Jordan. I agree.
0: Hey, the Latte Boy, you have any thoughts on Jordan Darling's email? No. Well, I want to say, and we talked a little bit about this before the show started, <laughs> Jordan Darling is dead to me. <laughs> I do listen to Pod is My Co-Pilot. For those of you who don't, do not listen to Pod as My Co-Pilot, uh... Taylor read a very nice email from Jordan Darling. How Jordan Darling, t- t- Daniel, listen to this. Yes. He is loves Pod's My Copilot, which yes. I love it too.
3: Yes. He's Thank listened
0: you. to at the time of the email, the he had listened to forty episodes in a week. And he wrote <laughs> him this like love letter, and he wants to meet Rodan. And I was like, Really? Really, Queen? I wrote I wrote a fucking song for you. I wrote a fucking song for you. No catching up, love. No dubious intent, love. Pod is my copilot, love. He's dead to me. I'm glad you sang the song. I'm never singing that song ever again. But Jordan knows what he likes. Jordan knows what he likes. Well, I know what I like. I like Jordan. Who's the other Jordan? <laughs> Jordan Levine. Jordan Levine. That's who I like. Jordan Levine. Anyway, Jordan Levine. <laughs> I changed the emphasis of your name. You're welcome. Okay. Anyway, let me tell you this. I talked about this, uh, previously. But I said that, uh, um, Alaska's decision to eliminate Tatiana was, wait for it, brilliant. <laughs> because, and I said it was an Alaska-Valian move, trademark Joe Batanz, because <laughs> for the very reason you mentioned. But that's not, that's, that's that not
2: brilliant, Joe. That's just, that's just it's basic. Brilliant. No, that's just it's, basic. It's brilliant. It was smart, yeah. but it wasn't brilliant. It's brilliant because I'm British. Hello uh you're a because, british listen, you're one of the rarest mexicans you're the british mexican
0: i'm a british mexican right
2: anyway. i like my tacos with tea
0: Mm-hmm. i sure do let me tell you this i will think of a british slash mexican joke in a second <laughs> let, me, let me let me address this email which is she got rid of tatiana who was her biggest threat but she did it under the guise of getting rid of Roxy Andrews. I'm telling you guys, Taylor is currently dying. I'm not even being funny.
2: Should probably call 911.
0: Oh, he, he gave us a thumbs up. Yeah, I know. This is right. almost. You know what this is like, Daniel? Remember when we were in Vegas? I was. Oh table. my god! Don't tell the story, really. <sighs> I was at this table with Taylor the Losty <laughs> Boy and the cast of Pot as my co-pilot, <laughs> and we was like, remember, it was like myself, Pot is my co-pilot. And then like a couple of fans, like these fans, the fans are like, we get to sit with these podcasting superstars at a shitty Denny's. It's turned into a strip bar. Anyway, it's a whole other story, <laughs> right? And we're sitting there and Taylor's eating and he starts choking. And then Taffy, his co-host, is like, put your arms up in the air. Put your arms up in the air. And then he's like, "Uh, uh, uh! and he's like, <laughs> and then like he coughs out and a piece <laughs> of food flies from taylor's mouth into the food of a fan and (laughs) one of the nicest fans that we have one of the most supportive fans oh let me tell you how nice he is taylor is mortified that the food has flown from his mouth into this guy's food and the guy's like no no i don't know what we're talking about not a problem at all and he's just you can see him moving the food (laughs) around on the plate trying to get out of his mashed potatoes all eyeballs spinach, all did.
2: eyeballs are on yeah. the piece of food as yeah. the guy is whatever moving them around with a fork yeah. yeah no 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 it's fine no it's no it's fine it's fine no it's really it's fine it's fine that
1: i offered to Taylor pay for his it. meal i offered to pay for his meal and he said
0: no no it's okay it's okay yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, was, he, didn't, he didn't take another bite after that.
1: No, I know. I know. That is that is one of the most mortifying moments of my life. And I want to thank you for
0: sharing it with all of our listeners. Your chocolate's in my peanut butter. Your peanut butter's in my peanut butter.
3: <laughs> Your Salisbury
2: <laughs> steak is in my peas. Ew. <laughs> yeah. uh.
0: So anyway, the point is she got to eliminate Tatiana, her biggest threat, but under the guise of keeping her friend Roxy for doing the blouse. Now she keeps Roxy as a friend. She keeps a weaker competitor. Everybody wins. At least in her book, she got a lot of hate on Reddit. But, uh, yeah, it's a brilliant. No. Hear me out. It's a good move. Brilliant move. Thank you. Taylor, what's the email you have? I have
1: an email from Sarah McCully. And she writes, hi guys. In the arms
0: of
1: Taylor the Latte
0: Boy. Is that the woman who sings that song?
1: Uh, yes, it is actually. Thank you um emailing you live from my JetBlue flight to austin did i make it into the books as the first listener to write you while flying unfortunately sarah no we had somebody else that wrote us a little bit earlier in the week but wait thank hold you. on for
0: a second did we really Cause yeah I, barry I we really want to talk about no this, no no remember no, when no one barry, of the ones no. we got wasn't real
2: yeah, yeah yeah, no no that wasn't this isn't the fake one barry wrote earlier uh I know that I'm a week late, but I was traveling to, to, oh, okay. all to right. Europe. Okay. Taylor, I was listening to your solo recap, and i above the English Channel right now, Barry. Thank you, Barry. By the way.
1: Okay. Sorry. So Go we ahead. got it. We got in a bonus email from Barry. So um to make it first of all flying. The, when Taylor mentions you hadn't gotten any inflate emails, and in your first response two weeks ago, my competition, my competitive side kicked in. Got to take those bus listener emails down a peg. This week's episode was intense. I was watching it at a vivacious viewing party in my neighborhood in New York City. It's clear she is a huge Katya fan, so the disappointment in the room when she didn't win the lip sync for your legacy was palpable. The general atmosphere of the crowd, not to mention Reddit, agreed wholeheartedly. My suspicion is the producers saw that Katya picked Roxy to go home, but wanted to keep her around for the emotional porn she could provide in next week's challenge, since it seems to involve the queen's mothers. I'd like to give the show the benefit of the doubt, but this seemed blatantly manipulated to me. Tatia seemed to hit it out of the park all around. Not to mention how excited I was. Not to mention how excited I was to see more of Tatiana. Thanks for all the entertainment. I love listening to your show each week and eagerly anticipate hearing your
0: opinions. From Sarah.
2: Thank you, Sarah.
0: Yes, thank you, Sarah. That was very nice. We got to think of more challenges for listeners, like where they're listening. What's the next one we want? We want someone who's listening to us at a
2: no crack, pub, pub at barrel. a pub.
0: Okay, I have the last email. Joe, I don't know who it's Wait, from.
2: why would you say Cracker Barrel?
0: <laughs> I, I've never been to a Cracker Barrel. and you, Oh, you know the other... Oh, guys, listen to this. The other day I called Taylor. He's like, I, I'm i in the mall. I can't talk. <laughs> I didn't say it. Oh, my God. I didn't say it like that. Right? <laughs> then I said, he goes, and then I'm going to go eat lunch after this. And then I go, oh, at Publix? I, I don't know what a Publix is.
2: It's a, It's a grocery store.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh. It's a grocery store. And I go, oh, okay, I didn't know that. He goes like, like Kroger? I have never heard these two words in my life. I thought Kroger's, there were Kroger's in California. Not where I live. Oh, alright. It's
2: like a Vons. What? Well, Vons is out of business, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like a Vons, Joe. Okay.
1: Well, what's I, the big grocers, grocers out in, uh, California?
0: Well, we have Ralph's, okay. Smart and Final. I don't know any <laughs> other grocery. <line. laughs> Just two. I just have the Okay, two. I feel badly. Daniel, I don't know who wrote this email because I did a screenshot and I only took the email. Uh, I believe oh, it's Stephen, it's Starlin. yes, it was Stephen, Stephen Starling. Yes, Stephen Starling. Yes. Stephen Starling. All right. From Stephen Starling. Joe, while I do think you are super deep in conspiracy theories and I don't think the show is that rigged, I love hearing all your theories because it makes me think about the show more, which is how I often come to the conclusion that I disagree. That sounded kind of shady. No,
2: it didn't. <laughs> I agree with him, but if you want it. You got it. For
0: example, I don't think the show was rigged to get Roxy as far as this week's episode. Thank you. Her mom dropped her off at a bus stop, so I just assume she's not coming. And most people forgot. and Yeah, I know she's not coming. That's why I think it's rigged. They want to deal with the fact that the mom's not coming. And most people forgot until Katya made the joke in the first episode anyway. I didn't forget.
2: Well, no, I know. It was season eight. There was a meme. It was like, because RuPaul said, what is this bus that everyone keeps talking about? And then the meme was... What is this bus everyone keeps talking about? And then it cuts to Roxy Andrews crying.
0: I still think they could have had a Rulaska Talks moment last week if they really wanted it. Then kept Tatiana had fiercer queens this week with a closer competition. No, my point is the stakes aren't high enough. I don't know if Roxy will make. I think Roxy's going to get eliminated next episode, don't you think? Uh, Possibly. Yeah, we should. We
2: should huh? Oh man, I should have put this in the. Never mind. Go ahead.
0: All right, we'll come back to it. Think about it. If the show was rigged they would need to do a better job hiding it because Alaska is such a front runner that they would have to be the worst producers to not hide that better. Can I stop here and remind you of a story? Daniel, remember when I went to the finale when Violet Chachki won? I'm all, guys. These producers are brilliant. Yes. They are playing this deep game. Deep are, game. Deep, deep game. game. Deep where, like, game. When yes. they did the three endings and Ginger Minge got like a really cheap ending this and so did, um.
2: Also uh, known Pearl. as, also known as the day that Occam's Razor bit Joe Batanz. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then at Pearl, she got a cheap, shitty ending and then Violet Trotch was like a, you know, elaborate ending where like the whole, they did the whole ending. I go like, they're trying to fool us because they know we'll put this on the internet. And it probably is Ginger. I mean, no, it was the whole time, so the producers aren't that brilliant. Anyway, what are we talking about here? Oh, <laughs> my friends and I have a pool based solely on competitions and being in top bottom and the bitch is winning by triple the points. See below. I don't know what that is. Anyway, I actually didn't write to challenge your theories. You just wrote two paragraphs. <laughs> challenging my theories. I wrote to ask why you guys don't hash out the conspiracy theories more among yourselves on air. Joe goes on conspiracy tangents Daniel goes in his tangents about obscure references and editing, and Michelle Williams, she... (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Taylor, and I've listened to Pod as My Co-Pilot for the past few weeks. Anyway, keep your theories coming, because they help make the show great. P.S. Did I ever mention that one of my best friends worked for RuPaul? Anyway, I was talking about you guys on Saturday, and he said he's heard of your podcast (gasps) with no disdain. I did not see that. I am not sure that you find that validating, but for some reason, I was happy for you guys to hear him Say it.
2: Oh, that is that is interesting.
0: Like- That's pretty That's cool. very cool.
2: By the way, now uh, this is uh Starling is in DTLA. Yes, and uh you're gonna go and watch one of the shows, with weren't right? w- weren't you like gonna meet him? Oh, you know. You I and Jay Ellis. It was, it was last
0: Thursday. Oh. It was supposed to be Alyssa and Roxy. See? I know.
2: See, Starling, if you lived in New York City, I would totally come and meet you. No, oh, you know what? You know,
0: fuck you, Daniel. Cause Steven. I
2: care more about people than uh, Steven. Chimitan. send me a
0: an email on, uh, not privately, just on this one right here. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not even my private email.
2: Yeah, send no, me an email. No one could ever guess it. At gmail.com.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Daniel Brewer. You, fuck you. I hate you so much.
2: What? Oh my God. I'm
0: Daniel J. Brewer at gmail.com. He's like, what? But that's your email address. You can't give my email address out.
2: Oh, like they couldn't have guessed it?
0: Oh my God. Not I'll beep it. I'll beep it. Not, I'll beep it. Not everyone's Wikipedia brown like you.
2: I will beep <laughs> out your email address.
0: All right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Do they still guess it?
2: <laughs> I just anyway. said it's your fucking...
0: Well, don't say <laughs> – anyway, <laughs> Steven, I will go get a- – Daniel's social security number is
2: 666. Oh, my God. An email is nowhere near a damn social security number. You know, you can't just block people on email, Joe. It's like It's fine. If someone having your email address is not the worst thing in the world.
0: But let me, no, let me tell you this, because that email address is the email address I only give to friends. I have different email addresses. I have the spam email address, I have the porn email address, and I have the email address I use for real. Anyway. Ugh, I hate you so much right Then why is this the 1st time hearing of your email address? Yeah, what's your, exactly. porn, what's your porn email address? joby7474yahoo.com
2: Okay, there you go. Send okay. it to that. Send it to that.
0: Yes, you can send it to that. So anyway sadly does it sad? I really do check it all the time. <laughs> what, the,
2: <laughs> what, the, what specials does Helix Studios
0: have coming out? Okay. God. Oh, uh, the, no, they just came out with the Da Vinci Load Three. I'm so excited. Uh,
2: <laughs> cocky boys just won't okay. give up. They're just are like, no, really, you can buy like a lifetime for six dollars. No, please, yeah. please give us more money. Oh my God, Kobe Keller and Max
0: Ryder. <laughs> I need to log on right now. Okay. So, Stephen, email me, and I, we will go get a drink. All right. Thank can you. I
2: respond to, to uh, Stephen's email?
0: Sure. I, are you going to expo- dox anybody else on the show?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can email Taylor at potismycopaylet at gmail.com. I, um, I, I think we will actually talk about Conspiracy. We, we, it's in the works that after the finale, we will actually do a show about the editing and, and whatnot. And I know that you have a connection with someone who is actually an editor in reality television. Uh, so yeah, email Joe, because we would actually like to like talk to a real editor to like get some questions answered. But yeah, no, we Joe and I both believe that the show is manipulated. We just disagree as to when it's manipulated. I think it's done all after the fact. You, you think it's done during and before. So that, that seems to be our main dividing line.
0: Would you agree? I'm the Hillary and Daniel's the Bernie. Yes. Oh no, wouldn't it
2: wouldn't be the opposite. I'm more
0: conspiratorial. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the Hillary. Birdie.
2: You're pretty. I'm pretty. I am bertie i do not want to be Hillary though. Ugh. I don't own a pantsuit. <laughs> pants, pants,
0: pants I say. Pantsuit on the runway.
2: Thank you very much, uh, Stephen. So, Joe, I mean Taylor, did you have something to say? No. Okay. About what? No to, about Stevens' email. Did you oh, want to no, read it? it was reply? a very nice email. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just, okay, stitcher announcement.
2: Hold Guys, on, hold are... on. Before we do this, I just have to make one Shout out to the hottie of the week, which would be, uh, Todd, who, uh, sent us an, oh, uh, a picture. To show him to me, Billy, by the way. I didn't get to see it. Yeah. He sent us yeah, a picture I'm... from at Grand Central. I was all excited because there's a picture of him at Grand Central. And I'm like, ooh, Grand Central. Ooh, ooh, he's in New York City. I could like, uh, maybe he's go. He's cute. To... He's very cute. And she's like, but no, he's not, he's not from New York. He was visiting New York. So, but thank you for it's, the, he's
1: uh, enjoyable. He's enjoyable to look at.
2: You know, I'm sure Taylor will read your email on his solo show coming up. But uh, that was the uh, thank you. That was the hottie of the week. The hottie of the week, Todd. Oh, did you I say his last name? I didn't. Email.
1: Todd. You did. You did just say his last I'll name. I'll take it out. Do you want to say, say his email address for people <laughs> that want to try to stalk him?
0: <laughs> Moving on. Okay, Stitcher announcement, guys. Because Daniel hates Stitcher, so he just kind of brushed over this last week. I do. For those of you. Why do you hate Stitcher Smart Radio?
2: Because they take podcasts and they insert their own commercials in them. It's basically like they monetize other people's things without doing any of the work themselves. It's like...
0: Well, Daniel, I didn't want. I don't. I don't want to say too much show business on the air. Do you know that we're close to getting to the point where we could do profit sharing on that?
2: Alright, so you can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so Stitcher Smart Radio, guys. We are
0: on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can uh, download, you can down, uh, you can download there So you can stream the show on Stitcher Smart Radio. You don't have to download it anymore. You can just go. The newest episode will be there, and you can stream the show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Now it's available. Now, Fantasy League update. Taylor the Latte Boy, what is the update now on our st- uh, Fantasy League scores? The update right now: Adore Delano
1: one, oh. Alaska twenty two, Alyssa Edwards. 16. Coco Montrese, negative one. Detox, three. Ginger Minge, negative one. Katya, six. Vithi O'Hara, four. Roxy Andrews, eight. Tatiana, nine. So as of right now, Daniel has moved up to 26 points. Woohoo!
2: Ooh. And Joe
1: is still in the lead, taking a sizable new lead at 42.
0: Oh,
2: points. oh dear God!
0: Wow. Wow. That is awesome. Thank you, Alaska's ex-boyfriend. Okay. Um, let's move on now to Oh, we did the Fantasy League update. Oh, Pick Pete update. Do we have our Pick Pete update? I have mine. Uh I am current I gained eighty-five points. I'm in second place. I now have a total of three hundred and fifteen points. Uh I I'm, I'm still tied with a a thousand people in second place, but uh second place it is. Uh Taylor, do you have a score? Yes, I
1: am at two hundred and twenty nine points and I am in fourteenth place. Daniel J. Brewer.
2: I have like six points. I'm in a 2,000th place.
1: No, you don't. You have the same as me. <laughs> All right. Then I have what
0: Taylor has. I don't know. I hate Pick feet. D- okay. Yeah, because this season, Daniel picked the princess, <laughs> Nicole Page Brooks, <laughs> and Santino <laughs> Rice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, listener contest update. You guys didn't do it last week. So who won? Who was the winner as of last week? We didn't. I know, Would, but who won? Who won? Oh no, uh,
2: Taylor had won. because Sarah Yu was the the first contact. He had picked Sarah Yu, and she was the first person to contact.
0: Okay, so Taylor gets to pick now. First, who do you want to pick now, Taylor? I'm gonna pick Sarah. I'm gonna pick
1: Sarah. My my. You're uh, not
2: allowed. You're he, not allowed to pick he, the he, same one that you want off of.
1: Not a, no. no we're we're Sarah, right. the new Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> oh in the
2: arms of
0: the, the latte.
3: <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Better sorry. call in first.
2: Who are you picking, Job
0: Chance? I am going to go with, uh, my buddy Steven Starling. Wow.
2: I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Hottie Todd, uh, who, uh, uh just. Wouldn't just that be Hot Toddy?
1: That's right. I'm going to pick oh, Hot Toddy. There you go. There you go. That's his name. Cause I'm sure he's never heard that
2: before. I'm going to pick Hot Toddy.
0: Uh, you there know, never heard that before? What?
2: Oh, no. well, there you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so Okay. Bad. So we have, all right, Daniel. Yes. Our final segment of the night. We have it. Are we ready to go? Who won? Oh, Taylor won last week, right?
2: Yes. Boy. Taylor won for like the third week in a row. So, uh, yeah.
1: No, second week in a row. Second Cause he won the first one. We've done four. I've won three, two, yes. and you won one. Yeah.
2: Taylor, will you be catching or pitching tonight? <laughs>
1: That doesn't tell me if I go first or second. <laughs> I always come first, unfortunately. So I'm going to see what it's is like to true? be on the other side. Oh, a hair trigger. Oh my god. It's, oh, are you really? Oh yeah. TMI.
2: TMI. TMI. All right. Yeah. So you're going to go. We were talking about skid
1: marks earlier. At least we <sighs> can do is talk about the front. then no. now.
2: No, Joe was talking about skid marks. All right. Uh, so you're going to go second.
1: I will go. second. So I'm up first. Yes. We, we should. We should say though that we're not using the song. We've picked. No, a yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. So we. Oh. We're.
2: Yeah. The the song. We didn't, it only had seven seconds and it wasn't, we didn't have the Joan Jett version of it because it's not on Google play. So, uh, we're going to go, we instead are just going to go completely different direction. We're going to go with expose's point of no return, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Here we go.
0: Prior to tonight's recording, you asked to prepare a radio talk for the song used for last week's lip sync for your legacy. Daniel Taylor. The time has come for you to talk up for your legacy. Good luck. Don't fuck it up.
2: 10.49 p.m. on WRDR. You're listening to uh, Daniel Brewer here, taking you through the evening. Hey, are you listening to the... uh Vice presidential debate? <laughs> of course you're not. Because it's like the two physical embodiments of Thorazine talking to each other for like 90 minutes. Here we go. I forgot the name of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and also you didn't get the name of the station in. I did. I started it off with... Uh, oh,
1: okay yeah, you did. Yeah, you I did. did. I and off. you also took a while before you mm. went into it again. Yeah, that was ballsy.
2: Wow. Look at you. A live critique right here on the air. All right. You ready, yeah, Taylor? Yeah, which,
1: which guarantees that I'm going to fuck <laughs> this one go, up royally. Taylor. Here we go. Hey, everybody. It is 1049 at WRDRR. It's Tara the Latte boy with you here in Florida. We got Hurricane Matthew heading this way. Is it Matthew? Maybe it's Michelle. Hurricane Michelle Visage is headed this way with her big breasts and it's scary out there, but hopefully her critique won't be too bad. But in the meantime, here's expose with point of no return.
0: That was so good. Oh, that was—he got the song and the band and he like, oh my
1: god, right? Oh, anyway I, I got lost in Michelle Visage's breasts mm-hmm. for a minute, yeah, but, but I think any of us would.
0: <laughs> but you know what? You stumbled there. You stumbled. So even though you went right to the end, you stumbled. Daniel was smooth all the way to the end. I don't even know who I'm going to vote for yet. I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. even funny. Uh-huh.
2: I know. I, funny. I think Taylor's got it again. I think it'll be a three-peat. I think it's going to be a three-peat for Taylor. It just, it'll be a turkey.
0: Okay, make check- sure, everyone, make sure to go on Twitter. We're gonna pin the, we're gonna pin it, and the contest is gonna go till Friday, and we're gonna pin the poll, which is also Taylor's name in college. And-
2: <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, uh, wait, small correction. I, I, we're pinning it until s- Saturday, at uh, Saturday evening. So, okay. uh, yeah, so it it's up through Saturday evening.
0: So it's up till, till Saturday evening. Go and vote. For who you think is the best, I'm gonna vote. I still, I'm not even being funny. I still do not know who I'm gonna vote for. I really don't. So go and vote. Twitter, it's pinned to the top. Just go to our Twitter, uh, at Drag Race Recap, and you can do it. So why don't we wrap this show up? Uh, well, that concludes another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Email us at J Brewer at gmail.com. Or you can try RDRR at Pride48.com. Follow us on Twitter at Drag Race Recap. Friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap. And go to DragRaceRecap.com for all of our old episodes. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy, Daniel Brewer, and me, the Gila Monster, Joe Batanz, sashay away until next week. There is a horrible show on Logo called Finding Prince Charming. It's the gay version of The Bachelor. It's awful. Do not watch this show. Instead, listen to the Finding Prince Charming Recap Show as Daniel Brewer, Adam Burns, and I rip apart each week's episode. You can find it on iTunes and at charmingrecap.com. Want to know what Taylor the Latte Boy is up to at all times? He has his own podcast called Pod is my co-pilot available on iTunes and at PodismyCopilot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at PIMC Taylor and also on Instagram at P-I-M-C Taylor. You can find Daniel Brewer on his other podcast, Dubious Intent, available on iTunes and at dubiousintent.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Daniel Brewer and Instagram at Daniel J. Brewer. I have another podcast called Catching Up. It's available on iTunes and at cupodcast.com. You can also catch me recapping RuPaul's Drag Race on One-on-One with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Radio every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Entertainment Weekly Radio, channel 105. Need to see what I'm eating? Follow me on Twitter, at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E, B as in boy, E-T-A-N-C-E, and on Instagram, at Joe Batans.
2: This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out other great podcasts at Pride48.com slash shows.